Hello and welcome back to the Truck and Driver podcast. I'm Dougie Rankin. And this is Christopher Madison. Good evening. How are you doing all right? It's been way too long. It's been like since Tipex when we recorded a podcast that didn't work because it didn't connect to my microphones and it connected to the laptop. So it was completely illegible. Did we do another one after that? I think we smashed one out after that, but then we've just been busy. We did did one after that. It's been that long. We've been that... You've been that busy and I've been like festering and things. But anyway, how are you? What's been happening? Usual, up and down, graft, that's it. No fun, there's been no fun had. Um, went to a bonfire, um, that was about it really, last month. A scintillating social life of the uh, of the middle-aged. Aye. So it's the kids that's got the social life these days, oh, you're just there to facilitate God, yeah. it. Yeah, we're just catching about to young farmers' dues, left, right and centre. They've been... Uh, Public speaking today, competing for Peniston against district, so that's Calderdale, Home Valley, Cawthorn, all that sort of... Public speaking, that sounds like an upstanding and righteous sort of thing to do, you know, that's good, that. Uh, juniors do a reading, you know, they do reading passages out of books, they choose a book and they do readings out of that to an audience, and uh, intermediates and seniors usually do debates and stuff, so... Seniors today were doing red meat, should it be banned? You know, and obviously one of them has got yeah. to be an advocate for it being banned, although he thinks that it's bollocks. And uh, and other two have to, have to defend it. It's just it's just basically debating skills. It's not what to do with, you know, what you think. It's better, I think, really, for your point of view, if you, uh, if you take a stand for other side, for enemy. Because if you can uh, mm-hmm. sound half convincing, arguing for something that you're absolutely against, I think it... It shows you metal, so... You've got something buzzing. No, you wish. Our lot (laughs) came third, I think, today, so... Oh, that's all right, then. Whether they go through to County at Harrogate, I don't know. Just see how it it all folds. They they love it all. They love it. Bless them. That's good. How's the lorry getting on? How's the... She's lovely. How's your Scania? Touch wood. Done anything else to it? Uh, I put a low bar on because it looked like it were on stilts at front and at front bumper. You know, it's got shallow bumper on and it's on springs, not on air, mm. so it uh, it needed something under it. And I just don't see merit in a splitter. A splitter does nothing for me. It doesn't serve any purpose apart from making it easier for Weybridge to twat you. So uh, at least with a <clears throat> at least with a light bar, you've got some lights. So I went light bar direction. It was a bugger to fit though. Whoever designed and. Uh, did the measuring for that needs to have a long hard look at himself mm-hmm. well, aside for that though, mechanically economically and all that them. yeah yeah I mean old girl's fantastic mm. she's um, but, uh, still kicking out nearly 10 average of a week and we're obviously in winter we're not well, doing yeah. plants but we're doing a lot of minerals and heavy stuff so she's um, you know she's doing well she's getting 10 quite a lot of loads we're, mm. uh, we're pushing 40 42 tonnes so more than happy with her and it's the first comfy bed I think I've ever had in 25 years since that daft 95 I had when I started at Brocklehurst when I was no but a lad. It's mm. a fantastic bed. I actually sleep in there. I never slept in Fodden. Never slept in um, top line Scania at Bingham's. I don't think I slept much at all anywhere, but I just get in You're that thing. you getting a proper night's sleep in this thing, like blacked set, out, like yeah, wake yeah, up, you're like, oh, I've been sleeping. That, yeah, night eat is quiet because it comes through air vents. It's not this great big bloody thing down back at seats. Is it going all night? So... Set night here to dive in, but now I'm dead. So it done. Uh, marvellous thing. Still got back it because these seats that are in it, these poverty spec seats are crap. They need to be away and some decent seats in, but I keep asking. But nobody seems to have any, so I don't know what we're going to do with that, really. 
Well, like seats so out on other Scania. Like I, I yeah. suppose you'd be looking. You'd have to get one out of breaker, and they're going to be. Yeah. And next gens aren't really getting broken yet. They're still too new. So. Yeah. Yeah. This is maybe, it. Um, maybe that chap at Manchester that recovers them in leather could. Um, recover them for me and put some different foams in and that because it really is uncomfortable it's a terrible seat that should be yeah that should be viable i, I have had car yeah. seats retrimmed in the past whereby they could change the padding and it's the yeah. reason why they couldn't get a truck seat well uh, but you would have to get a temporary seat in there in the meantime or take some time it. off i guess they were going to go across when i was on holiday in august we we're going to go across to manchester for redoing but the lad that was going to take them for me didn't so um it never happened so um it's just a case of when you're off, and obviously when I'm off next will be uh, Christmas Eve morning, and I doubt very mm. much our chap at Manchester is going to be ever thrilled about retrimming my seats on Boxing Daisy. So uh, can't see it. No, no. <laughs> I'll get them done. I'll you know I'll think of a cunning plan. I'll get them done. It might be Easter or something, but we'll get them done because um, mm. it really is like sitting in a knackered armchair. We're on with what else have we bought? I bought some dirt deflectors that seem hugely pointless but look nice that fasten onto corner panels up front they've uh, they've landed um so they're to paint and fit um i've got some replacement panels for top of bonnet round scania badge where you would have uh spotlights built into bonnet if whoever ordered mm-hmm. it from you would tick that box so i'm going to replace those grills up there with color-coded panels um i did obviously when i put bumper lights and bonnet lights in but 2600 quid plus 280 quid for a downloaded SOPS file from Scania for the privilege of having four lights in means mm. that hell will freeze over first so that's not happening I'm going to pull that Kelsa bar and the spots and all that gubbins off the roof because I think that looks terrible it's like well you know you spec it up with no factory lights in it and then you can spend a lot of money at Kelsa putting all that bollocks on the roof so that's coming off um, I think we're going to have a lot. Probably just, just like sell that anyway. It'll be worth oh, a bob or two. Some of that, off you. There's a lot in the yard, but in our, our series from Ireland, he's uh, he's perving over some Kelsey stuff, so it might just move 30 yards to the right. Um, I'm thinking we're going to have a light box up there, you know, a name board, and then a couple yeah. of spots at either side, you know, sort of one at either side, and maybe a beacon on top of that at either side. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, and then a couple more aerons up roof, or single aerons up roof. We'll have two at either side, and then some Volvo Michael lights along the front edge, and then we'll leave that alone. And oh, that'll be good. Save up for a visor. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good then. How have you been getting on with these bloody fuel prices and things going up recently? This has been horrific, the, well, way, the way that fuel just keeps increasing. I'm lucky in one sense that I'm getting 10 to gallon. Um Anybody that's on heavy stuff is going to be pulling the bloody air out unless they've got an escalator on. I am amazed that nobody is making any noise. Nobody seems to be kicking off about this fuel job. You know, there's a bit of wittering on Facebook about, oh, what's your price this week? (laughs) But why are we not revved up? Why are we not planning to be up, you know, rattling refinery gates? Because this isn't a government Mm -hmm. thing. This is nothing to do with government. This is pure profiteering since that fateful day on the BBC one that Sunday morning when that numpty from RHA went on and uh, told Andrew Ma that there were 15 drivers off sick or whatever at BP and caused chaos oil companies Mm. have just gone yippee let's go wild with prices so they have but there's no shortage of diesel there's no justification for this whatsoever and it's time that they had their asses spanked because 
it's costing me £300 a week extra from where we were during lockdown. So, you know. I was going to say, I don't know how some haulage is operating because a lot of the margins are that wafer thin and a lot of operations have had extra costs come Aye. in this year over a variety of things. Mm. Now the fuel's through the roof as well. So mm. everything's going to have to get, inflation's going to ultimately have to go through the roof with this. It's, yeah. I went and put super, there's a scam with the bloody petrol as well, because a lot of cars don't like this E10 yeah. fuel, which is less efficient. So I've been putting super unleaded in one of my cars, 166 a litre I paid for it the other day. And you can't get it in a lot of places. It's, it's, it's over a hundred pounds to fill like a normal family car with petrol now. A hundred pounds. Ridiculous. Oh. Uh, well, Joe uh, Public uh, seem to have their eye off the ball. They seem to be just accepting this, like you know. Nobody seems sheep. to care. Right? It's just. Well, it's just everybody's been whacked over it that much. It's now they're now hammering people up here to go and get a booster COVID uh, COVID vaccine, uh, and it's like, but you've only just had a vaccine just in the summer there and now you've got to go and get another one yeah. and they're still like the Scottish government's still like you need to take two tests a day and if we ask you to self-isolate for 10 days you've got to do it and I'm like, I feel like I'm becoming like radicalised against all this but they're just annoying me that much driving me up the bloody wall all the trendy little bars are full everybody's out you know it's just normal normal duties so Holland are trying to have another lockdown there as well and there's a bit of a kick off about that in Amsterdam and that there was a rioting and things and mm. people aren't going to put up with it anymore I'm like, you know it's uh, absolutely uh, so I was like, the, price, uh, the price of fuel is annoying me that, this Covid nonsense is annoying me COP26 has been annoying me because they won't the, the politicians won't look at biofuels or alternative fuels for anything they're obsessed with electric but bear in mind that it's China who own all the battery uh, materials and technology, so uh, we're not going to be able to do anything like that. But these politicians are getting right up my nose. Do you see the guy for the Green Party that flew from London up to Glasgow to go to this? And yeah. he's like, oh, sorry, and everyone, I didn't mean it, and everyone, oh, I've let you all down. It was like, you did that on purpose. It's another one of these do as I say, not as I do people. I can't stand them. Aye. Aye, what an absolute weapon. But that's Green Party all over, isn't it? As we've got them up here in power in Scotland, they're now in power because of the SNP requiring a coalition, and they're basically vetoing any infrastructure projects whatsoever yeah. to the point where the UK government are going to ro roll over the top of them uh, to get things done because they don't want anything done anywhere at all ever. They want uh, all oil production shut down. Bear in mind that oil's made to make a lot of different things, not just fossil fuels, uh, you know? It's just, ah, uh, they get right up my nose, so they do. All right. Plaid Cymru as well. They're doing it in Wales, aren't they? They've uh, suspended all new infrastructure plans pending investigation. Whether it's whether it's needed or not, mm. I, I just it's because it's not. It doesn't affect those people. They can say, "Oh well, we don't want to go and do this," but it doesn't affect them because they don't have to drive to work or anything. They don't have to do anything like that. No, no. You know, if it affected them directly, they would have they would have a different bloody tune. I think it'll all come round and bite them all in ass this in a five years time. To be honest, so. Good, I hope so. I just, really hope so. Sit tight, bang your head on the wall a bit, and just let them get on with it. It's, you know, think on if you're in agricultural game, so to speak, like we were and are to a certain extent. You just can't believe the bollocks that they're coming out with on a daily basis. The propaganda, the bullshit and bollocks is just ah epic. propaganda. That's what it is. Mm. Absolute bollocks. Bill Gates is buying up millions of acres in America to take out of production. You know why? Because Bill Gates... How are they going to... Uh, he's buying how are they going to feed people then? Oh, this factory protein. What are they going to do for food? It's, oh, really? Yeah, factory protein. It's going to be like astronaut ration packs, isn't it? Soylent Green. That was that future. <laughs> right. That... that, uh, that 
um, film in the seventies oh. about a sort of dystopian future oh. um, where they all had to eat like processed food called Silent God. Don't oh. it's ridiculous. Like, they're blaming agriculture for things. Yeah, like, bullshit. Uh, Absolute bullshit. Yeah, I mean, there's no better way. If you're going to be a greenie yeah. over here, buy local, buy local produced beef, etc., etc. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's zero air miles. It's fantastic. We're not ragging oh, rainforests just... out in Brazil and Argentina, are we? To do it, we're just doing what we've always done on on hills. You know, grass fed, high protein meat. That's it. Low impact. Mm-hmm. But oh no, Boris is on a mission. Into Boris wants to be at the front because carry who is plainly playing a long game because there's no possible way she can find Boris attractive, is there? There's no way. You just close your eyes and think <laughs> of Brad Pitt or George Clooney's and when Boris is, you know, <laughs> Jesus. But she's getting what she wants, isn't she? She's opening doors for her mates like Packham and what have you. So that's what is she's that getting. Right? Yeah, she's big mates with Packham, yeah. isn't she? No, there is a deluded prick. Yeah, well, he's one of your least favourite Well, people. all this bollocks he comes out with him 25 years ago, you know, there's pictures of him catching birds and then uh, stuffing them. So he's got taxidermy birds all over his bedroom when he was a teenager. What does that say to you? That's how, how you imagine Norman Bates got going, isn't it? You know, in Psycho. I can't uh, stand no, it. No, it's, uh, it's just ridiculous. It feels like there's a real... I don't know. It feels like there's a kind of. I'm not generally radicalized or politically strong feeling around, but it does kind of feel that there's there's like an attack on your sort of personal sort of mm. liberty and freedoms mm. in the country, and that, mm. that there's a constant like barrage of restrictions saying what you can and can't do and what you won't be able to do mm. going forward. Mm. You know, I get the feeling that they're trying to drive people. You know, you're not allowed to. You're not going to allowed to have cars that run on petrol or diesel anymore. You're not going to allow yeah. to. You know, you can't go anywhere because of these COVID things. And I'm like, I don't know. Don't like, it's like some sort of adjustments ca- coming in. I don't mm. particularly like it at all. I was looking over in America and Biden seems to not be doing a particularly good job uh, over there anyway. Um, it looks like the Democrats might hammer them in the midterms next year. Yeah. Um, well, Biden, bless him, he's 25 years too late. You know, back when they were... Um, he, can't, he can't run again anyway. He's like, when he was vice, you know, he was just... Capable, but yeah, you know, it's funny because we watch Parks and Recs, as you know, because it's funny. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it was back in uh, 2012, watched one of the night, and Leslie No in Parks and Recs got to meet Biden, who's a who's a hero. She's a local government freak, and she she loves it. And he yeah, mm. uh, he looks 70 then in 2012. So Christ knows now, mm. you know, they must be giving him injections to get him up on the morning and injections to get him to go to sleep at night. Wouldn't surprise me. You know, why do America why are America installing ancient men in uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. Uh, you know? You look back fondly on the era of George W. Bush. Jeez, oh I thought I would have said that. Yeah, well America's <laughs> got a bit of um track history for this, haven't they? You know, if you get a forthright president that's gonna do things and change things. He generally gets assassinated. Look at Lincoln with slavery job and uh, JFK. Anybody that doesn't fit gets bumped off. Um, so Biden's just been dropped in as a puppet. It's, you know, he's not running that bloody job, is he? He's plainly, he's plainly not running it. He's just saying what he's supposed Probably to say. Not. And um, it's a, it's a miracle they didn't bump Donald off, to be honest. But. Um, for he's, all still going, he's, he's, he's still going um, strong. There are people talking about him running in 2024, and I was like, that'll never happen. Come on, he's a bit kind of, he was, he was getting properly shaky towards the end there. Anyway, if he wasn't so completely mental, he would have got back in again. If he just shut up and stayed off Twitter, 
kept himself to himself, he probably would have got back in. Shit pond of a place in America. But I mean, they're electrical systems crackers anyway. It's like he's been designed by a nutcase. All these primaries and the rest of it, it takes you 25 uh, years to get to the election, yeah. doesn't it? It's just terrible. What's your um, plans going forward uh, up until Christmas and that? We're working things. Are you, are you, well, um, you, you got you doing. You tended to go and sometimes go and do store deliveries and stuff I, in the past. You should, doing that sort of thing. You're yeah. sticking it with Holtz. I'll stay on with Stu till um, it gets quiet. Which plowing into last week into Christmas, I imagine he'll not miss me for a week, and then I'll uh, I'll be on gist on Marks and Spencers. I actually enjoy that. It's the funny. Mm, I mean, you said before I yeah, like the store deliveries. I like. Uh, yeah, I really like doing just. It's a funny job. It's um, you know, sort of rolling out at yard round to round to just in Barnsley at one o'clock in the morning. You think this is a bloody funny time to be going to work, but I like it because I've never met a grumpy bugger on back doors at Marks and Spencer's stores. You know, they're actually glad to must see be better. Aye, they must be quite well looked after than that at Marks and Spencer's. Then. They must think- have like quite good. Wages and structure and things there, because some of the places I think people are just notoriously bad tempered. Uh, first, you know, first few I did about three or four years ago, I thought I'd take it piss out. They'd been on some um, Scientology weekend, you know, they're all like, "Hi," I'm like, "It's ten to three on a Sunday morning. <laughs> What's going on here?" Hi, oh, brilliant! You mean, do you want a coffee? I'm like, "No, nah, it's got to be a trap. I'm going to be drugged. I'm going to wake up in a container." Uh, but no, no, I've only ever had one miserable get really. Um, just in all these years, and it were stop, uh, stockpot, yeah, stockpot. I think one god, he was like half garnet, but on downers. No, I like just it's a funny, <laughs> it's a funny way to make a living, but it's like an intensive week. I mean, I normally do a few Saturday nights, Friday nights, you know, through November, December, but I've not done so far. But I have been asked the question if I want to play, and I said, Yeah, I'll play. So last week. Leading up to Christmas Eve will be on gist, I should imagine. And then I will go and join my family, who will be up at um, Gothland, brackets, Aidensfield, if you know what I mean, up at Whitby. Right. A, Is that what you traditionally did at Christmas? We always that before go COVID? to Levisham, which is on North Yorkshire Moors Railway. We used to stay in the same cottage at Levisham every year and... Long story short, chap's wife died. He got a new wife. Prices went insane. And um, honestly, you'd have to be Donald Trump to, uh, to be able to go there again. So after about seven or eight years of going to the same place religiously every year, we had to break it to kids that we're going to have to find a new place. So we have but we're on the same railway line. We're just a bit further up towards Whitby, which is where Scripps' garages and all that, you know, up at Girlfriend. Um And normally mm-hmm. go up there in February with, where we hounds we go to a hunting week up there, but um, we're going up on well, I think they're going on 21st, and I'll go up when I've done on just which will be Christmas Eve morning. Uh, I'll get four days up there or so, and then we're back down here then for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Then I'll be hunting, I'll be out hunting with our lot in Home Valley mm, somewhere, Sabs, somewhere, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that's it, really. I'll just keep ploughing on. I mean, it's we've got five or six weeks, is it? It's all crimble, I'm not right. I've got two lorries booked to go and drive. I've got, well, 
not a demonstrator. I've got a Scania Tipper to go and drive, and I also got a Volvo FH16, the version five one. So I've got that before in December before oh, Christmas to go and get some yeah. get some fun get some funds in again after uh, just getting hammered upside down in tax. I'm seriously considering changing my address to England because the Scottish tax code is just humping me upside down right now. You're getting um, dry banged yeah. by Nicola. Oh, definitely. But, you know, if I want to, if I ask for it to have an operation done uh, to remove a large cyst from my armpit, they won't do that. If I want to go and see the dentist, the dentist's not seeing anybody because of COVID, unbelievably. Uh, if I go to the doctor for any, if I go to the doctor for any help or service with anything at all, I get nothing. So as soon as I get absolutely nothing whatsoever back from the state at any time, even when I need it, on the rare occasions when I might ask for something, I don't see why I should be paying this much tax. Seven grand more allowance you get in England compared yeah. to Scotland at the lower rate. So uh, that would work out perfectly for me. So but I don't bloody vote for her anyway. Well, you should be out Tell canvassing. You, like, you should get some tannoys on roof rack on your Cavalier and be out my sister te- my sister texted me. My sister texted me on Saturday and said the Conservative Unionist Party are having a um, are having a display in Union Square in West Calder. If you want to go and pop down and say hello, I was like, why would I want to go and pop down and say hello to that? And she's like, well, they're the opposite to the SNP. I was like, yeah, well, I suppose so, eh? Mm-hmm. Oh, now I'm going to, I can foresee me in 2022 spending at least half my time in England at my dear aunties. So I might as well just change my address to there Definitely. Uh, and get, get hammered much, much less in tax because I'm going to have to get a private mm-hmm. dentist now as well because I want to see the dentist for three years. Thanks very much. So yeah, um, I need to go and drive some lorries to go and pay for all this private healthcare that I, that uh-huh. I uh, need to get because you don't get anything in Scotland. <clears throat> but the Volvo, big. I'm looking forward to that big FH16. I've not been out in a Volvo since February when I had the uh-huh. little uh, FM420. So that should be good, and it should be pretty frantic as well because that's only a couple of weeks before Christmas. So uh-huh. should get a good a good bit of running out of that because I haven't bus. been anywhere and done anything. I've I've wasted sort of like five months of this year being like burned out and miserable. Yeah. But you know, come out the other side of it now. No thanks to uh, any help from anybody anybody else. And, you know, the NHS uh-huh. or anything like that. No, so no. It, it's just which is set up just purely to accommodate COVID. Now it would uh, it would appear. Yes, it's um. <sighs> I think it's easy to get a unicorn delivered really from Amazon down here than to see a doctor, but I don't bother with them. Um, that said, oh, that just reminds me actually, that said, speaking of doctors, yesterday I went for my second medical, which tells you that you're the big 5 The big 5 is coming up. And I went back to the f- place I had my first medical, which was because it's good, basically. Anyway, um, when I had my first medical, I was on cobble for it, and I was just running past this place at Breaking Northeast Links daily. So it seemed convenient to go and have it done there. Right. You know, it was. Job done. So it came around to number two, so I booked it there, and then it occurred to me that I don't do him anymore, and I live 60, ah. 60, <laughs> 69 miles away from Brig or whatever, so I thought, oh, you tool. Anyway, I uh, dutifully trailed over there yesterday, and then I remembered why I wanted to go back there, because you hear and you read, depending on where you look, some right stories about dodgy backstreet medicals. and You can get ripped off quite badly on these, and you, yeah, you know, and you in terms of like price. You can be a 40 stone diabetic blind man and you'll still pass as long as you pay the money with some of these bookers. Anyway, um, this team at Brig are fantastic and I've, I've sort of forgotten how good they are. Um, 
You got the full, yeah, the full probing up there. I even had a blood test yesterday. Like. The full probing? Yeah. Well, yeah. your video's not on. I cannot see where you're pointing. Well, I did mention prostate, but she said not, you know, it's extra for that. No. Um, I got a blood test yesterday. <laughs> I'm not expecting that. She came at me with a little clicky thing that stabs your finger and uh, she took some blood. And oh, I'm yeah. Like, What's going off here? She says, diabetes. I'm like, oh, hell. Uh, so you get a diabetes blood test. You get your eye test to the ninth degree, you get your blood pressure, you get the full shebang. Really good, really efficient, really smart, really fine. I mean, the doctor, Ajay Vora, he, uh, he's got an exotic name, but he's like, now then, how are you? It used to be GP mm-hmm. in uh, in Barnetby Village, at the bottom of Umber Bridge there for 25 years, and he, and he retired and he started doing these professional medicals. It's for all kinds of industries, not just for us idiots. You know, he does it. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. medicals for pilots and oil industry and all that. And it's really slick. You go, you log in, they check your details 97 times so there can be nothing wrong on your paperwork to slow you down. You have a proper medical. There's no dodging. It's not like a you know, shh, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. It's a proper 100% mm-hmm. kosher medical. And then you have a chat, you pay your money, you get a little certificate to say you've passed that you can carry with you with your old license until you get your new one, just to say that you've you know you've done it right. And it's brilliant. I have uh, I'd forgotten how good it was. So it was probably worth 125 mile round trip at uh, 140 miles an hour to get there on time and get back. But no, brilliant. So <laughs> if anybody's um, around this area. Yorkshire, Lincolnshire, wherever, and you're, and you're looking for a medical, I would strongly recommend that you go to uh, BPM at Brig because they're good mm. and they're not dodgy and they're cheap. I think it was 55 quid for your that's medical. That's not bad. Some people and that's, from a lot that's more medical and eye test and all the paperwork done and, and they print you out a new D4 sheet. You don't have to fill yours in. They print one out and it's... 10, I think it's 10 quid surcharge for a Saturday morning. So you're 65 notes and you're done, you're dusted and it's in your envelope and you're ready to rock and roll, which I did by uh, yeah. signed for special delivery yesterday. He recommended sending it signed for in current climate because Swansea, as some of you will oh. be aware, is just a total shower of shite. So that's that done, finished. We'll see if it comes back before it runs out at the end of December. I went early and didn't try to leave it till it were expired, but... Uh, Aye. Not good stuff, are And I'm, I'm in a good mood because I obviously, you know, being a pessimistic yet, I really thought I would be probably diabetic or have high blood pressure mm. or something, but I haven't. So, there we are. I'm not blind. Stuff. Uh, um, Happy days, aren't aye. Well, so I've got to tell you news. Uh, Matt of Arrogate Tanker. Matt Waller, yes. Matt Waller's new Volvo. 45 foot tanker. Yeah, aye. that looks good, that, that Volvo. Is that what is it he's got? I haven't seen a picture of it. But five exactly foot dual clutch, which is a lovely, Ooh, lovely nice. thing. It's specced up to his uh, particular fetish. It's uh, catwalked up and uh, colour coded silver with um, laser light bars on it and blower and rest of it. Um, and he says, Having been out in it last week, you know, he says, my God, he'd never had a dual clutch and he just can't believe the transformation from Merck to that. He says, it's just... Well, if you've gone for an Actros MP4 to that, you'll notice a difference for sure. Aye, but that, I mean, that Actros, for all the, you know, the critics, five years... They that, liked it. Five mm-hmm. years, that last, at 5.10, never missed a beat for him. You know, mm-hmm. never missed a beat, a great bit of kit. Um, but this Volvo, he says... Is another level completely, and uh, I'll be pushing Matthew 
to write something of. Uh, I've could have got a bit feature that in the magazine. We've got for that. Yeah, if you um, definitely if you're ever up and down this way. I mean, furthest north he gets these days is Jedburgh, about once a week. Oh, well, that, that's a, well, I'm actually I'm going to Sweden with Scania at the end of November. Yeah, I'd said that I wasn't going to go to begin with, but then when I'd saw a couple some people from Scania, including uh, Jared. He organises a press link. They said, "Look, do you not want to go? Seeing as you're looking a lot better than things." So I said, "Yeah, well, okay then." So I'm going. To, I'm flying out of Heathrow. Yeah. So I'm just driving down there. I'm. I'm not doing connecting flights to get there because it's a COVID protocol nonsense, and I'd like to minimise yeah, that yeah, yeah. potential muck up. So I just said, no, "I'll drive to London. I'll go to the office the day before, and we'll fly out." So I've now. I'm going up and down the road there, and I'm also going to the work Christmas party which I wasn't going to go to, but then it occurred to me that, wait a minute, I am single and I have been for quite some time and that will be like, there'll be female women of the opposite sex at that and everything. You know, yeah. I, may, I may as well go to it, you know. Should, uh, you, technically, you, technically should, I'm allowed a plus one, so you could. <laughs> I should probably come just to look after you. Oh, and I thought, well, I might as well go to that. So I'm, mm. going to, I'm down there at the end of November, then the start, probably December the week after, yeah. And I've got the law, the lorry the week after. So that'll probably yeah. a couple of runs up and down to there. And I'm supposed to be going to Blackpool randomly as well for my YouTube channel because a load of people invited me down to go and see their Vauxhall cars and go and run about the illumination. So I was like, ah, I'll go to Blackpool, why not? So as mm. soon as I've been hardly anywhere and done nothing much this year yeah, yeah. compared to a normal year. It's all like piling up towards the end, which I'm quite happy about. Aye. You know, that, that's good. That's a good thing. So. Crack. Oh, you, the any hell any other business? Um, is, your, is your little boy due, about, due to come up to bed yet? I think. pushing for time on this podcast. <laughs> aye, I think it's about time he's going to be sneaking by to bed. Aye, and um, he's like a whirlwind. So if you hear a noise, it's uh, probably Joe. Um, <laughs> if, you, um, if you get a chance and you want to see Matt and his Volvo, mm. we're not that far from Andy Thorpe and his new Volvo either so we could have a bit of a Volvo double header somewhere between mm-hmm. Huddersfield and mm-hmm. uh, Gainsborough so you mm-hmm. know I need, fit Mr. I need to catch up with Mr Thorpe actually I. Oh, it'll fit in it's a, mm-hmm. you'll be creeping yeah, about somewhere actually, well because I, 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 I'd kind of planned after the Swedish trip I was going to head up and go to a scrapyard in Manchester on the way home because there's oh. three Cavaliers and two Victors in it apparently right. So I was going to go in there, so maybe I could work something out. Well, we could have a Saturday night on the pissing home first, and then we could whip you over to uh, Thorpe's on Sunday morning. So you could do Matt Waller's Volvo Saturday in daytime in Huddersfield, and we'll go out on the lashing home first and uh, show you the sights, and then we'll take you over to Thorpe's on Sunday and have a do over there. I'm sure that'll work well. And we'll have a look. Uh, we'll have a look at the dates for that yeah. and see what we can no panic. See what we can do. See if it see if it's viable, but it doesn't necessarily need to be one of those weekends that I'm passing anyway. It doesn't make any odds. No, no. You just drive down anyway. Although I think with the price of fuel now at the moment, I think I'm making a loss on my four lines <laughs> <laughs> if I take the Omega. I'll have to take the Vectra because it's yeah. oh, heavy and fuel. The Omega. There's, there's like people like sort of intellectual sort of traffic sort of police and safety people. That's mm-hmm. like, the, it would be better if the motorway speed limit was 60. And I was like, no, it bloody wouldn't. Yeah. For a start, that'll bring cars into scope of holding up trucks more than they already oh, do. Yeah, it does. And I was like, if, you, if you're driven from London to Edinburgh in one shot, you do that at 60 mile an hour, you'll know all about it in a car. Yeah, we've, ram it. We've got the 60 but, window at Sheffield now from Meadowall down to Cancler. It's a bloody nightmare. My Omega does the same fuel economy at 60 mile an hour as it does at 77. Explain that. Yeah. But it does. It does the same amount to a tank of fuel because I was annoyed because I drove all the way back from Tipex at like 60-odd just to go and see. 
and it used yeah. the same amount of petrol. The light came on just before West Calder. So I was like, yeah. well, that was a complete waste of time then. Yeah, uh, definitely. So it, false economy. Yeah. No, that sounds all right. I'll have to look into doing something like that. You know, as uh-huh. the year draws to a close and everything like that, and keep the keep the podcast running. Now I'm like back up to speed with things and all that. I'll have to keep like be like proactive and make sure I get oh, stuff it's, recorded. It's easy to say bollocks to it, isn't it? You know, when it gets the podcast. Day. It's just easy to be busy, but you know, um, I'm as bad as you. I just, oh, I can oh, always, just been like, I can just always been find like, things to be on with, and that's a problem. Um, oh, I've not been busy a lot of the time, I've just been like miserable, you know, <laughs> I'm less, I'm at least 60 to 70 percent less miserable than I was this time last month. Good, that's a start, isn't it? If not, if not more, you know. Uh, Speaking you know. of miserable, I'm no. coming up your way tomorrow. I'm, I'm loading a big um, greenhouse frame and glass and bits and pieces from uh, one of these, um companies down our way that makes industrial greenhouses for growers and I'm coming up I don't know where I'm going it's a mystery but it's West Lothian hmm. so all, all right, right. Hmm. whether it's going to well, I'll make see you somewhere gonna... I'll, I'll, I'll be in a blue and red Scania eight-wheeler so I will keep my eye out for you and mm. I will no doubt see you flash the lights excitedly and then phone you and go you didn't see me did you no I never do do I I I, no, you never do. I don't know whether West Lothian <laughs> is going to be customer's name, like it's West Lothian Growers or something, or whether I'm just going to some mysterious, as yet to be announced, grower in yeah, that, West that's, Lothian. Uh, that's my doorstep anyway. Eh? But I'm so, loading it morning no, it, at uh, seven in uh, Gilberdike, East Yorkshire, and I'm rattling up there. I'm hoping to get that off, get into Exum, mm-hmm. load um, Egger, and get down to uh, Coney Gath tomorrow night because... Uh, Mr. Paul Dern. Edgar, oh, you got tw- you got your twenty ratchet straps. Oh, we get away with murder. Does it not matter? Are you are you on like the customer side of it, or are you doing oh, like yeah. Edgar haulage because you need oh, twenty yeah. on that? Just oh. talk to Balix and put ten on, and off we go. Usually we, uh, um, Aye. we'll be on his way down to Coney Garth tomorrow night, hopefully, because Mr. Paul Dunn's threatening to take me to uh, Grey Oss or whatever it's called in Craycall for some Theakstons. So that's the plan. Great. So if you. Uh, if you see me behind your flashing lights and blowing on an A1 at any point tomorrow afternoon, it's because I'm thirsty. I do apologise. Mm. <laughs> Wonderful stuff. Right. Well, thanks very much for uh, coming back on the podcast. It's good to catch up. Um, be sure to go and keep it going, try and keep it going regularly between now uh, and up and through Christmas and all that. We shall reconvene um, in seven days. Yes. So will, help me that. God. How's that? Yes. How's that for commitment? Seven days high. Twenty first, yeah, that's perfect. I'm going to knock Hill next Sunday um, because I've got a photo shoot on there, quite a bit of an, a, an unusual one, mm-hmm. um, which has got some some people. Uh, it's like some disabled people are going to be having a shot of a truck for the first time and stuff. So that'll be um, quite interesting. That'll be mm-hmm. good. And then I'll back to podcast in the evening. Sounds good to me. Right, super. But all I've got in prospect to discuss next week is renewing my goods in transit cover, which is going to be a thrill, isn't it? (laughs) Well, I'll I'll have been been out in a lorry for a week, which is uh, unusual for me. So, you know, I might have something to talk about, you know. I'll dress up and I'll I'll turn camera on next week and we'll dress up. Right, no worries. Cool. All right, sign. Take care. Cheers. Catch you there. Ta-da now. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the Truck and Driver podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To keep up to date with the latest news, 100% for drivers, visit truckanddriver.co.uk, where you can also subscribe to the print edition of Truck and Driver magazine, which publishes on the last Friday of every month. The Truck and Driver podcast is produced by Sound Rebel. To find out more, please visit soundrebel.co.uk.